The Church of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut welcomes you to this edition of Shi'ar Jashub, which in Hebrew means a remnant shall return. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and today we will be continuing a sermon in my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo's in-depth through the Bible series on heavenly authority. Pastor has been examining the New Testament office of administrations. This includes the Greek words translated pastor, elder, and bishop or overseer, all of which are used interchangeably in the New Testament. And having completed Paul's teaching on the qualifications for this office, from 1 Timothy chapter 3, Pastor Greg moved on to the instructions the Apostle gave to Titus in chapter 1. And when we left off last time in verse 8, he had reached in the list of criteria Paul's charge that the elder must be a lover of what is good. And then Pastor read from Amos chapter 5, verses 14 to 15. Seek good and not evil, that you may live. So the Lord God of hosts will be with you, as you have spoken. Hate evil, love good, establish justice in the gate. It may be that the Lord God of hosts will be gracious to the remnant of Joseph. Let's rejoin Pastor Greg Scalzo. This is a formula for life, for our lives as believers in God, to seek good and not evil, to hate evil and love good, be lovers of good. This word here we have uh, in Titus chapter 1. In John, in the third letter of John, in 3 John 1.11, the apostle says, Beloved, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. He who does good is of God. He who does evil has not seen God. So as we come to the Lord Jesus Christ, as we love God and God is good, only God is good, as we love him, we should have a desire to do good, for he who does evil has not seen God. And that's important for all believers and how much more those in leadership. But hospitable, a lover of what is good, and then he says, sober-minded, sober-minded, sophron. And that's the same word that we had in 1 Timothy 3, 2 again. Some of these words are repeated. Safe, remember it meant safe or sound in mind, a safe mind, a sound mind, sensible, sober-minded. And then the next word he has is just. The elder, the overseer, must be just. In the NIV, we'll say upright. Uh, the word there is dikaios, dikaios. And it means correct, righteous, and then by implication, innocent or even holy. Correct or righteous, a state of being right or right conduct. Fulfilling the duties or the obligations we have toward God and men in accordance with the divine standard of what is right. Uh, judged, 
what is right by God, going the straight way, the straight way. You know, righteous in the English meant right wise originally, the right way, the straight way, just doing that which is correct, which is right, equitable and just in character and in action, just, righteous. It's the same word in the book of Acts chapter 3 in verse 13 where uh, Peter says, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers glorified his servant Jesus, whom you delivered up and denied in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go, but you deny the Holy One and the just and asked for a murderer to be granted to you. That word there, just, dikaios, same word as you have here in uh, Titus, just. He is the just. Jesus is the just, the one that does what is correct, what is righteous all the time, the just. It's the same word that you have in James chapter 5, verse 16, where James says, confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. That word there, righteous man, same word as you have here for just, just man, righteous man in Titus. Doing that which is correct and right in accordance with the standards of God, the straight way, the upright way, just. And then the next word, Paul lists just, holy, holy. What a, what a list. Hospitable, lover of what is good, sound-minded, just or righteous, and now holy, holy. Hasias, holy. And it's a primary word, and it means holy, righteous, sacred. Um, the previous word we discussed refers to the statutes and regulations of what is right, doing that which is right and just. This word means more the intrinsic, intrinsic or divine character, actually that essence of it, the nature of it, the nature of being holy, of being sacred, of being religiously, if we want to use that word right and correct, not polluted, not unrighteous, something that's sacred and holy, holy by nature, holy intrinsically by nature. And it's associated many times with righteousness, because if you have the holy nature, you will do that which is right. You will be righteous and just. But how can that be? How can we have intrinsically a holy nature? Revelation 15 and verse 2 says, And I saw something like a sea of glass mingled with fire, and those who have the victory over the beast, over his image, and over his mark, and over the number of his name, standing on the sea of glass, having harps of God, they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, and this is the song, Great and marvelous are your works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the saints. Who shall not fear you, O Lord, and glorify your name? Why? For you alone are holy. For all nations shall come and worship before you, for your judgments have been manifested. For you alone are holy. This is the same word 
when Peter says in Acts chapter 2, verse 27, For you will not leave my soul in Hades, nor will you allow your Holy One, your Holy One, Jesus Christ, to see corruption. Well, only God is holy. Only Jesus is the Holy One as the God-man. So how can he say here that the minister, the elder, the overseer, the pastor should be holy? As we let God's spirit work in us, our characters change. His place on our hearts, he takes and makes our lives, every believer, a sacred place. We should be a sacred place. We should be a set-aside holy place. We should be a tabernacle, a dwelling place for God's Spirit. In 1 Corinthians, it says in chapter 3, this is a slightly different word for holy. This is hagios. He says, do you not know, in verse 16, that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? If anyone defiles the temple of God, God will destroy him. For the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. That is the calling of believers. Only God is holy. Only Jesus is the Holy One, but we're called to be holy. We're called to be the dwelling. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? We are meant to be the dwelling place of God. And in a right relation to God, His Spirit comes inside of us and we are declared sacred and holy. And we should dedicate ourselves to have that holy nature intrinsically inside of us and then coming out of us and doing that which is righteous and just. This is the fullness of the gospel of salvation in Jesus Christ. For all believers and how much more those in leadership that should be teaching the next generation, the new believers, those unbelievers that come in, that this salvation we're called to is a salvation where we're called to holiness. So, a hospitable, a lover of what is good, sound-minded, just, holy, self-controlled is the next word. Self-controlled in the New King James, in the NIV, it will say disciplined. In the King James, it will say temperate. This word is only here. Another word that's only here in the New Testament. Uh, and it gives us a great picture because the word means, let me see if I can pronounce it in the Greek, enkrates. Enkrates. Uh, it comes from en, which is a preposition in or on, right? And kratos, which means strength, vigor might, power, dominion. So it's having power, being in power, being in control, having power, having control, being a master of one's self. Being a master of oneself, having control of oneself, having power over one's self, self-controlled. Might over oneself, dominion over oneself. True strength in the scriptures, and especially when you read the New Testament, but the Old Testament shows it over and over again. Look at Samson, right? He had great physical strength, 
right? But was he very mighty? Was he very powerful? Well, he took the gates off the, the hinges of the city and ran with them. Was he very powerful? He's there sleeping and he gives his secret away and she cuts off his locks and they put out his eyes and he's there grinding the mill blinded. He ultimately did not wind up powerful because he had no self-control. On our website at shiarjashub.org, you will find information about our church, including location and times of our services, info on Pastor Greg's award-winning book, and a library of hundreds of Bible study radio programs, as well as some special offers to help you in your walk with Jesus. And we have also added links for those who would like to listen to the Through the Bible Heavenly Authority series on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. Plus, we have a significant video library of our Sunday sermons. We live stream the Sunday morning service at 10.30 a.m. on YouTube, and then the video is posted up on the Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle channel, both on YouTube and Rumble.com, as well as on the church website itself for 24-7 access. Pastor Greg is currently teaching a fascinating series on last day events. The website address again is shiarjashub.org, and you can check Isaiah 7, verse 3 for the spelling. Please join us next time for Shi'ar Jashub.